the racing addicts. It's like a circle. Great racing circle. That's staying in. Great racing circle. Brought to you by. Where, where, where's my endorsement? Hello. That's staying in. No, no. The racing addicts. You would. Ready. Ready. It doesn't work like that. Stand by. The racing addicts. Stand by. The racing addicts. You would. Hello and welcome to the Racing Addicts podcast. I am your host, not Alex. <laughs> Alex 2.0 or <laughs> emo Alex. There's two Alexes. Oh man. Spider-Man meme. <laughs> it's kind of like when Denny Hamlin complains about someone else's driving. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good intro. Perfect Thank intro. Thank you. That was perfect. I love it. We nailed it. <laughs> Hey, right, you're hosting now, so you take that's over. right. We needed two Alexes in here today in order to will the 12 car into the final four into a victory at Martinsville, and, and it worked. It worked. It worked. So, man, come on! Now that he won, I think it's official. Did he? Are his shocks good? <laughs> I'm, we're just gonna go with yes. Are there any? We're screws gonna loose? go with yes. Uh, I believe the windshield was intact. What about um, in his head? His head is, well, there may be some screws loose there. Okay. I cannot speak to his mental fortitude. All right. Well, hopefully it's official at this point because I'm taking the stupid thing off. <laughs> I don't know how you feel this way. I hope you don't Should feel I? that way. <sighs> Should I just have uh, Bob Pockers' Twitter open just in case while we record this? Well, hopefully it's official because I'm officially tired of wearing that. But anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. And My name is Nolan, not Alex. This is Alex. He's the, uh, he's the host. Just us two today. Um... Yeah, we watched uh, an interesting weekend of a cutoff race. Oh, my gosh. Cutoff races. And, uh, well, how you feeling, buddy? Uh, it's great freaking weekend. Best weekend ever. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I'm a little bit ticked off that we didn't go to Martinsville this year because I, I was so proud of that. I'm like, oh, I'm so mad at this car. We're not going to Martinsville this year. So what happens? Allgaier and Blaney both win to lock in. I think if yesterday would have happened... And Blaney would have gotten a top five. You would still be ecstatic. But then Blaney yeah. dominates yeah, I, in perfect timing. Wasn't like Homestead where he was running the leader down, but he needed 10 more laps. Right. Pro, he he know, had it. Yeah. He had that extra. He, he had dominated. like 20 extra laps. It was actually one. boring. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't boring. But uh, it was. It was a, he did it by lap 20 to go or whatever. Something and, like that. Yeah, Dude. It was, and, then I'm, it. and then I'm like, checkered flag. Just wave it in. We're good. Uh, the race could be over now. <laughs> now, one thing about this race, and we'll get into this, is Martinsville. There were no cautions in like the last, I don't know, hundred laps. Was it? Was it like one fifty? Like yes. one hundred and fifty laps? Maybe one hundred and seventy. It was a lot. Oh. Was it one ninety three? Was that what it was? It was. It was, it a, was lot. a lot, right? Because there were guys saving fuel. I think there was, and that was the thing. Wow. So I guess the like the question right out of the gate is: Was this a good race? It was for you, right? It was a great race yeah. for me. I thought it was fantastic, but. Even from, like, I'm trying to remove my bias hat. I feel like it's still the best next-gen Martinsville race, do we yes. think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I asked you that earlier. And uh, for sure, for sure. Um, we should talk about this. So the next-gen, comparing it races, right? Comparing Saturday to Sunday, totally different products. Now, winner oh gosh, aside... Yeah. 
what I saw on Saturday was insane. It was like the best short track racing you'll ever see. Yeah. With the most amazing finish ever. And so comparing products, all bias aside, it was a little boring. It was a little anticlimactic. But you're right. I think they're moving in the right direction with the way things are right now that hopefully if they take some big swings at the package next year, we'll, we won't think twice about going to a short track race because hopefully I think they can fix it. They might be. I hope this, they do. This felt like progress. It was like 45% better. Yeah. It has I'll, more I'll than half that. to go, but it's not the one lane BS that we had well, before. Yeah. I mean, I look at, so Blaney was with, with 70 laps to go. He was fifth, I think, fifth or sixth and like nine seconds back. And he was able to make up the distance and pass. And I'm like, okay, at least that we wouldn't have seen last year. True. So, th- again, I feel like 45% improvement. I like that. I think yeah. that's – and it, it's still, I say bigger motor, one less gear. I think we get dang close. I think we can fix it. I think I, we can save it. I think so. Dude, if you yeah. had a graph of, like, a chart of, like, positive stock up, stop down, uh, stock down of the next gen week to week – like there's some weeks where I'm just like, oh, it's terrible. Oh yeah, they killed Darlington. Yeah, but then there's other ones where it, like Atlanta, it's just like it's the greatest thing ever. It's the greatest. <laughs> so and Charlotte, Charlotte, we were like all in the next gen bandwagon. Charlotte, after Charlotte Kansas yeah. twice. Oh, oh, Auto Club. Oh yeah, yeah that, rest all in of peace. The, all of the R.I.P. Pour one out for Auto Club. We saw that this week, photos of them ripping up the front stretch, and I must say, my heart felt some kind of way. Can can we not still trade for Texas? I'm just saying. Like, I would have no heartbreak if they rip Texas. Can down. we dig it up and just move it? <laughs> just, just plant Auto Club where Texas is. That's it. Like, what if we pick up a teeny bottom and just move it somewhere else? <laughs> well, I didn't expect a SpongeBob reference to be on tonight's episode, but here we are. Oh, I hope man. I got that right. I think that's how the meme goes. I haven't watched SpongeBob in 15 years. I think that's. It feels like it was. It feels like it was close, but. Definitely an improvement. And, uh, man, I just... Now I'm like, I kind of wish we were there this weekend. (laughs) I bet, man. I mean, could this weekend have gone any better than this for you? No. I I mean, like, I mean, all guy are dominating yesterday, I guess, would have been cooler. But, like, the... No, 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 no. That... The the rush of emotions. (laughs) Dude. You got to tell the people what you had to do. You pulled over because I gave you soft spoilers, right? So I texted the group chat. I was ahead of him. Because he was, you know, he maybe had it on his lap or something. He was he was on the road, right? So, yeah, he, obeying the That's, law. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he knew to pull over because something amazing was going to happen. Because I gave I him the spoilers. I was like, holy bleep. And, uh, <laughs> and, and that, that, you nailed it. Like yeah. I, So, with as they were coming to that restart with two to go, I get the text from Nolan that says, all capital letters, holy beep. And I'm like... Oh, crap. You All yelled? Right, well, yeah. So I'm like, we're at the exit. This is fine. So we're just going to pull over. I pulled right over through the four-way zone. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to sit here, side of the road, and watch it. And I, as as they are coming out of turn four, and the two and the seven are drag racing down the front stretch, I am screaming in my truck, sitting on the side of 11 and 15 at my phone. Yeah. Oh, le- you- level of hype was, because I, I thought he was done. Like, in my heart, I'm like, all right, well, Allgaier had a decent season. Like, you know, you yeah. can't win them all. And I'm like, I'm already, like, becoming personally oh. okay with this. And then, so to go from that to, like, oh, my gosh, he just won at Martinsville and locked in. Like, 10 out of 10 on the emotion scale. It was it was insane. Dude, 
Dude, there's there's not many people. Well, some, but amongst friends, I'm the one friend that knows exactly how you feel because I had accepted that <laughs> Ross wasn't going to make the final four last this year, and then he true. hauled the wall. So I get it. And we only saw that clip about 127 times this weekend. Yeah, so. you knew they were going to milk that. <laughs> Right after NASCAR's they banned it, looking for ratings. Uh, yeah, they banned it. They banned it. <laughs> no fun. I think I think the DBC guys made a joke about that. If you if you ban an action, you shouldn't be allowed to advertise with it. Yeah, right. But I, I mean, moment in history. Like I'm I'm all for it. So yeah, hopefully, man. Hopefully, my brain's thinking about like that was the only highlight of Martinsville in the next gen. But I think this race we can turn the chapter because it was actually enough of a racing product that you could pass you could do what you had to do there was drama yeah. not because you were stuck in traffic and you literally couldn't pass now track position mattered probably more than it should have sure and I it agree. mattered but i mean look at the drama the 19 car had a chance at a win and he messes up on pit road and he's back in the back and it ruined his day yeah so yeah, I mean, it's it's still, like, you and I both made the joke about the fact that Arrow is still playing a, a role at Martinsville, which is kind of hilarious. Oh, my gosh, he said it. He yeah. said, when you're back in the hot, dirty air, I was thinking, like, like as a joke, maybe, like, yeah. in my head. But, like, he just came out and said it. Now, like, maybe God's said it. Is this still Martinsville? But, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's insane. But it, you, you were right, because at least there was, there was a second lane, which is insane. I mean, Blaney passed the 11 twice on the high side. Yeah. Which is nuts, you know? So at least, like, it was workable. Yeah. Like, there was at least something, if you had a good car, you could at least semi-control your destiny. Which, so, again, 40% improvement. Like, yeah. I, Martinsville is still not where I want it to be. And Xfinity just shows that, I think, every time that series comes here. It's like, oh, no, that's where we should be. But, I, again, light years better than last year, I thought. Next gen, like the 550 mile and a half package from gen six is not the stock car racing that i grew up watching it just doesn't look the same and i know yeah. this because i can watch a saturday race and go oh there it is that's the race that I'm is used the racing to. yep but I you agree. just said it I so you, why is there two and a half lanes at martinsville where you can do a diamond and it's because of these new rear ends where they're independent the suspension the flat the, the wide tires it's weird that how much grip these guys have and then the shifting I mean, yeah. we've talked about this before. It's just different. Luckily, it made for an okay race. It wasn't terrible. A, a barn burner, but yeah, it was, it wasn't it was terrible, not bad. But, uh, I felt like it was better than the spring and better than 2022. So It has me victory. feeling good. Yeah. yeah. I almost want to go to Bristol and Martinsville next year now. Yeah, because Bristol I, was good. The second Bristol race? It was. Yeah, that's true. It, there was at least like not single file. Oh, it started off bad. It looked oh, real bad. It looked awful. You're lucky you missed it. Whew, man, I'm so glad I missed that. I would have cried. Yeah. So, uh, locked into the final four, the number 12 of Bellaney. We got the 24 of Byron. We have the 20 of Bell and the five of Larson. Who don't we have? Uh, we do not have the 11 of uh, Nine Knuckle Dennis. And we also do not have Truex. Uh, Reddick in the 45 and Busher in the 17 also did not make. Uh, it's, so when we ended the race, I, I, I remember looking at the final four and then the four eliminated, and I felt like, and now I'm a biased opinion, so you weigh in on this. I know we were going with this. But so I, go ahead and say it. I felt like it was appropriate. Like yes. there was nobody that didn't make it that I thought, oh, they, they got robbed. 
I agree. Yeah, that's that's I'll what I thought it. you were gonna say, it. and I agree. I mean, were they the best guys all year? No, but that's not how this 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 format works. You sure. have to be good. Like, what have you done for me lately? That's the knockout yeah. format. It's great. I'm glad that the 19 car finally got out. Now that sounds bad, but like, he what was that tweet? He's on fraud watch because fraud he's watch. finishing yeah, yeah, like right. 23rd yeah. in the playoffs. I mean, come on, man. Now I feel bad because he literally. It's like there's a curse on him, right? Every week. I mean, I every mean, week it's something, yeah. I mean, it's self-induced for the most part. Now, some of it isn't, but like this week, I mean, it's in your hands. It's 100%. Oh, well. Yeah, it was driver and crew error this week. Yeah. You know? So. it's. I think the one thing I like, I, I do like that the regular season champ carries some weight. And really, that's the only reason he made it to the round of eight. That's a good point. 100%. That's a good um, point. So it makes the regular season worth something because you look at the fact that he legitimately still had a chance today and that team has not had a good race in 12 weeks, 14 yeah. weeks. So I do like that because it legitimizes the regular season, but it still puts the emphasis at the end of the season. So actually, I, I think I'm more pro the playoff system now than I was before. I'm feeling the same way in the moment. I love what I'm seeing. I mean, yeah. look what it brought out of drivers at the cutoff races oh last year. Not to harp yeah. on last year, but like I've, I've been watching intently this last two years. And this is despite some iffy, you know, tracks like the Roval wasn't a good product and no. stuff like that. And Martinsville last year wasn't a good product and it still brought out the best. Yeah. And this race was exceptionally exciting for that well, reason and so is the xfinity yeah and we yeah. saw playoff drivers in stage one moving people out of the way for stage points like there is that level of pressure on today's race yeah it was intense which is the awesome. whole race oh. it's almost like they had to calm down they're like all right hold on man like we got like yeah. 350 laps to go let's chill yeah because the the was at the beginning of stage two and the 11 and the 12 were just like yeah, like ten laps straight of like, oh my gosh, they're gonna wreck each other if they keep. And this I wonder up. if that's a little bit of carryover from last week because obviously it ended on a sour note where they hit each other. Yeah, well, for one of them anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I think I think honestly, what Blake because I see him race differently depending who he's racing with, and the truth of the matter is everything that he pushed over the line racing Hamlin, Hamlin would have done exactly the same thing to him. Oh, easily. You know what I mean? So like. I mean, he was very, very aggressive, but I think you look at who you're racing. If you're racing Chris Busher, he probably doesn't do that. Right. Because uh, I think Busher races with respect, and I don't think Hamlin does. So if you're, you know, you're going to get raced that way by the 11, you might as well just jump the gun and get there first. Yep. Hey, so shout I'm out to the 45 it. who literally hit everyone in everything, every <laughs> lap. He managed to hit Bro. everyone in the field or be hit by everyone in the field. That man was. A ping pong ball. You know, it felt appropriate that the 12 car locked up the front end and hit him just for good measure. You know, like it just, it felt like he would have been left out if he didn't also hit the 45 car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a curse. Like I said, it's like what forces at play here were to making these things happen. It's like a joke until it's like, why does it keep happening? Gosh. He, I there's he so many things like that in sports. It's like underappreciated. The fact that like, I don't, I, you can't call it momentum because it's like the guy's, on like guys tend back, they don't know what's going on. It's like what no. force of nature is causing this to happen in waves? Well, like when Ross was bad, he was bad every week. <laughs> he was bad almost every race. Yeah. Why does Denny never make the championship? Oh, it's been 
it's just the way nature works. It's, you know, all is well. God rains his blessings down <laughs> on us. And today was another, this weekend was another great example. Yeah. You know, life is just good sometimes. Man. 12's locked in, the 11's out. Shout out to Willie B. I mean, he kind of deserves it. Love it. it. Love I it, mean, love based it. on how hard he ran through the bulk. See, that's a good person where you look at the bulk of the season and go like, how would he not? How would he not? Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Well, and they, they had an awful race. And they they pushed it out. They did exactly what they had to do. It wasn't pretty, but they made it through. So uh, props to him. And I love it. I, I legitimately like Willie B. There's not a single person in this Final Four that I dislike. Yeah, I agree. Which, which is kind of cool. Now, for this weekend, I dislike three of them. But <laughs> as a right. person, like there's not one of them that I think I would be upset winning a championship. It's not a bunch of douche canoes. Exactly. See, <laughs> we, thankfully, he did not make it. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> But I, I think, too, it is – Christopher Bell is probably the one I'm least nervous about. And I don't mean that as an insult. I just mm. – his performance at Phoenix, whatever. Okay. But um, the 24 and the 5, I'm I, – they're the ones I'm, I've got on my radar next week. Uh, especially because this is one of Blaney's best tracks. Like, he legitimately is probably a title favorite right now. So to me, the the number two cars that I'm looking at, the five obviously won a championship there before, and the 24 won there in the spring. So that those are the two that I got on my radar. But again, like you brought up the other week, Christopher Bell just magically like shows up and wins a race casually when he needs to. So anything's possible. I mean, the guy performs. <laughs> now he got into the championship four last year too, and he you know didn't right. didn't show up at Phoenix like you said. You know, it's interesting. I think. Finally, and you're right. I think you're you're well aware of this because you're a fan, right? Like Blaney's been highly doubted. Oh my gosh! By the media, entire round of the playoffs. By the fans, not the Blaney fans, obviously, but like even for me, I admit that I counted him out as just like he's in the top ten. But when you don't see a guy win, because for a while there, it's like he could barely get a win. He had a yeah. drought, right? And so you just don't expect it anymore. Like I, like the whole momentum curse thing where it's just sure. like, what's going on? What force of nature is causing him to not do well? He's obviously broken through that. And I think even up until this week, a part of me doubted him. And I shouldn't have, obviously, because they're hitting on all cylinders. He's a great driver. He's good at the tracks he used to be bad at, you were telling me, right? So Martinsville gets his first sure. win there. Um, but I think this week is interesting because I think the narrative universally has to be based on how well he's there and how well he's been lately. He's the guy to beat that. And, and that's like, I'm, I'm trying to not speak too optimistically, but like, that's the thing in my head too. And yeah. I look at, so oh, you can say it. Yeah. I know you're biased, but I think you're right. <clears throat> I, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, I remember at the beginning of the round of eight, when we were talking about our predictions, I, I, I made the statement about this is the big opportunity for the 12 team as a whole to show up. Because last year they had the opportunity to make the final four, and as a team they stumbled. It driver, crew, strategy, the whole nine. And you saw their performance this year. You know, sixth place at Vegas with getting some stage points. Dang near won the race at Homestead, maximizing points and finishing second, and then winning today. It's like, oh my gosh, they are. They're actually because they they have had the speed. Like the twelve car is pretty consistently fast, but it just every week, like Kenny even brought it up in a group text and he's not wrong every time they have speed and they do something to screw it up. True. So this was for me as a fan, I'm like, okay, 
you you're in the round of eight. You're in a good position. You've got some amazing tracks in front of you. You've got to make it happen. And not only did they make it happen as far as advancing, but they win their way into the playoffs. So yeah. now it's like the optimism level is like probably way too high, but it's pretty freaking high. Now I'm debating <laughs> on whether or not I should say this out loud. I don't want to put too much. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to put a hex on them. I don't want to. <laughs> whatever, whatever, right? I I probably already did. So it's well. Fine. Nah, see, that's the thing. I was like, I think you have to feel good, right? But the thing I was going to say is, when's the last time we talked about his pit crew sabotaging him? I know they, they, and I, I put them and Ryan together because yeah, they, they both basically did the same thing where they would have speed, they would have performance, and then they would stumble when it counted. And it, it really was a collective effort because Blaney had just as many fumbles as the pit crew did. So seeing how much they've both cleaned up the second half of the season has yeah. just been incredible and again like they they had the most pressure in this round than i think that team's ever had on them yeah and they freaking showed up you know so that's been really exciting and you said about the doubters i love it because shout out to dale jr he picked blaney not only in the final four but champion at the beginning of the season and all the way through the playoffs he's getting ragged by all the other tv personalities hey do you want to change it you want to change it? he goes nope i'm sticking by my guy he was the only guy that i heard from anywhere that predicted him in the final four and here we are so dale jr you just moved up a couple more notches in my heart i love it <laughs> well of all the toyotas you could pick to make the final four one made it and i feel like he's the one you could probably tolerate the most good oh, guy bell 100 percent. and just 100%. on the note of him i don't think we can sleep on him i do know what you're talking about though so like he doesn't seem to perform in terms of finishing races but he qualifies well every week. He does. So he's obviously very he technically sound, and whatever they unload with, they, they start well. So I wouldn't be shocked if he's on the pole. It's been a Toyota almost every week. That's true. So, You're 100% right. Yeah. So and, and again, like Homestead last week, we had him totally written out in the second stage, and then he wins the freaking thing. Yeah. So, like, I, you're right. Like, I do count him out, but at the same time, ne next week we might be having a totally different conversation. He wanted Homestead. So two races till the, the the championship this year, and then last year he won Martinsville, the, the the race right before. I mean, you can't count this guy out. No, I think he's almost like Blaney, where it's like you could almost overlook him if you're not paying attention, because he's not like a flashy name. He doesn't have a ton of fans. I think Blaney has way more fans than him, but like I think so. Yeah. And, and you know, but hey, I think Bell is as much of a threat as any of these guys. I think. Again, I, it's the same we said about the Final Four. Any four of these could win next week, yeah. 100%. And that's – I get one more week of being really nervous, and I get to do it twice because Saturday. Yeah, oh, my gosh. It's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Can't wait. Uh, so we we went back, and the amount of time that it took you and I to actually find this information is a little bit comical. <laughs> but we went back trying to find our uh, earlier Championship 4 predictions. So we picked, we picked our Championship 4 at the start of the round of eight – and then we also have our picks from the start of the round of 16, the beginning of the playoffs. So just thought that'd be fun to kind of fire through. Let's do the beginning of the round of 16 first. I, I don't know why. Let's just do that because I feel like we were more blind. Yeah, let's start and, at the beginning where we yeah. were, you know, just like playfully optimistic. Like Bubba Wallace can win this championship. Yeah. M Michael McDowell is going to pull it out. <laughs> so at the beginning of the. Not quite. Yeah. No, even, even then we weren't doing that. At the beginning of the round of 16, uh, Mitch picked Byron, good pick, Truex, Bush, and Larson. So he had two out of four. 
Yeah, pretty pretty solid. And uh, I mean, again, like who would have thought the nineteen was gonna just suck as much as they did? Like, and even more so the eight. Now the the nineteen had a chance because they would qualify well, they would run okay, and then they would just just crazy crazy things. The sabotage that just went wrong oh for my them. Gosh. But then the eight car, they weren't even there hardly. No, it's only a handful of races. They were in the top five. And such such a bizarre team because yeah. I I think you and I joked about it even today that they either win the race or run twenty eighth. Like there, yeah. it just feels like there's no in between on that yeah. team right now. Yeah. So the nineteen, but then also like the eight even more so. Where I can totally understand why Mitch picked that too because like you want to be able to think that he won a bunch of races earlier this year. Yeah. It's Kyle freaking Bush. Yeah. I mean. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he has three wins this season. So like, yeah. yeah, you think like, oh, the playoffs are coming. Like, all right, this is when the team turns it up, and they turned it down. Strange. Yeah, can't wait to talk about RCR. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be a good topic. Yeah, uh, Nolan, you picked Billion Byron again. Good pick. Uh, Trix Jr., Hamlin, and Logano. Yeah, not. <clears throat> I knew early Logano was a bad pick. I mean, yeah. he, he got out, but uh. 19 and the 11 i can see why i picked them the 22 i think he even said at the time it's like i'm really don't know why i'm doing this <laughs> i still don't know why i did it but i did it so it's my fault uh it was just that whole like he always closes i think is why we all were like oh the 22 will make it somehow like <laughs> i can't believe i picked hamlin thinking like oh this is the year he's turned a corner he's got a podcast <laughs> now he's cool no <laughs> no he's not cool he's still a choker Sorry, Hamlet, if you're listening. But <laughs> I tell you, he choked. I don't really apologize. Yeah. yeah. I think he deserves most of the hate he gets, so I'm great with it. <laughs> I love that you have, as a Blaney fan, more uh, ripe beef. <laughs> That's a weird statement. More fresh beef with uh, the 11 than I do as a Ross fan. Isn't that amazing? It is funny. I love it. I- There's so many more people with beef, and Ross is just, read the sign. Infinite days since last Ross incident. He's like, actually, he's clean now. It's weird. It, Darlington it sucks Springs, he doesn't win. It. Yeah, I know. Ugh. Honestly, you should probably go back to wrecking people. I know. <laughs> Bring back Wreck-It Ross. Yeah. David had uh, Larson, Busher, Truex, and Bell, which is hey. pretty impressive because all of those cars made the top eight. I think he's the yeah. only one that landed that. And two out of four made it to the final four. So that was... Pretty solid pick by David. And then I had... Uh, Yours Byron. also made it all I did. to the final oh, I eight. just saw that. Yeah. Yeah, good catch. Look at you guys. I had Byron Hamlin. Thank God I was wrong. Truex. And I would like to say that my team bias, I put Blaney in. And now... Yeah, Here we, we are. So we watched, we rewatched <laughs> it, and uh, we were flaming you for being a homer. And clearly, the power of being a homer... What? I would like to think that I willed this into existence. Dude, I'm pretty I should sure. have been predicting Ross the whole time. <laughs> That's what it is. Otherwise, he, we would ha- be having the same conversation. You know why Ross sucked in the playoffs? Because you didn't pick him. Because his fans didn't believe in him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, needed wreck at Ross back. Damn. So, yeah, I what was that? Two two out of four, right? Yeah, two out of four for mine. Not, I'll take it. Yeah, that, that was so, solid. That was solid. I can understand why you picked that. I like it. And then our championship four predictions at the beginning of the round of eight. Unfortunately, uh, Mitch was not on that episode, so he wasn't able to pick. Yep. But I picked Blaney, just stuck with the bias. Blaney, Byron, Hamlin, and Larson, so three out of four. David had Busher, Byron, Larson, Blaney, so he had three out of four. And you picked Byron, Hamlin, Larson, Bell, so you had three out of four. Sorry, Blaney. Ah, you doubted. 
But who would have thought? I mean, we we all had the eleven, did we not? Oh no, David bailed on the eleven. Good but man. Mo- most of us had the eleven, I think. <laughs> like that was a little bit of a shock, especially after the first round because he dang near won three races in a row. I mean, he was hard not to pick. He was good all year, oh. and he was good going into the playoffs. So I mean, he just we were just thinking like, well, if he just puts it all together, I mean, he could have easily. Think yeah. about it. I mean, if he just finishes top ten in Miami. Without wrecking, he would make it over Byron. He would have made yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. You know? So. Man. I see why God. I picked what I picked. Thank God the the God above broke that power steering <laughs> pump going into turn one. And, and Willie B wouldn't have made it in. But, yeah. I know. But I like it. And Willie B called uh, Blaney his brother-in-law. So, I don't know. Maybe some things are in the works that we don't know about yet. Hey, he okay. may have. Uh, what, Freudian slip might have happened in the NBC broadcast. So. Congratulations for that wedding. Yeah, congrats, I think, maybe. <laughs> did, you see, did you see the tweet that said, uh, Aaron Blaney about to be the most conflicted person in the world next week? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, right? That's pretty good. Uh, next on the notes, uh, really bad advertisement for Chevrolet happened about halfway through the race. <laughs> Go off, Alex. The Ford guy. <laughs> Chevy Camaro does not make it through the race, dies. The Ford F-150 safety truck becomes the base car, which is hilarious. I think that's so freaking funny. And then a uh, Ford Super Duty towed the dead Camaro off the track. So this commercial brought to you by uh, Ford, built Ford tough. You know, um, don't buy a Chevy because apparently they make it about 200 laps at Martinsville. Dude, I'll... <laughs> Not even. It, it was like... How many laps do you think that car actually made on the track? Like 40, probably? I'm I'm thinking of like pace laps, caution laps. To yeah, that good point. point, right? So, yeah, no more than 40. Yeah, yeah. Like, like 50 would be probably aggressive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 50 laps at Martinsville managed to break the wiring harness on the back of the car. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I, first off, you just got to respect like the memes that might come, should come out of that, like the manufacturers' wars and stuff like that. If Ford I don't doesn't care. Own I'm unaffiliated. This. I always say yeah. Chevy, but like I probably wouldn't buy a Chevy. They're kind of like crap. <laughs> I mean, the trucks are nice, I guess, whatever. But they do make a good truck. They I wouldn't make, get one Silverado's of those a good truck. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the the photo. I saw the photo of the thing hanging off the rear, and you know maybe that could have happened to any car, by the way. Just just saying. Um, but. The, the tires, they were brand new tires, but they were so kicked up. Did you see that? No, I, I actually missed that. Because it had picked up the rubber. All the, okay. Oh my gosh, the tread was almost completely covered. They they did lay some serious rubber down. Yeah, today. it was nasty. So shout out to the, the Goodyear people for bringing good tires. I don't think we had a single flat, and yet we had tons of fall off. So that made that for... Was, man. That was it, good. I think that's what gave us hope. And if it wasn't yeah. for fall off... The race probably wouldn't have been as good. Okay. So I think Goodyear contributed. I just thought of my theory that I said I was going to hold my tongue about because I yes. wanted to save it for the podcast. Yes. Okay. Hit me. And this is fresh because I have not heard this yet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I my theory is that now we haven't talked about next-gen safety for several months. I think into the season we were thinking about it. But last year we were definitely thinking about it. And then they fixed some of the crush panels. But there were talks about like the Texas – incident before they implemented the next gen like before they started the season i think they had a a crash test where they smoked the wall like 150 or 170 and there were like rumors that the crash test dummy died (laughs) based on the data like if it was a human it would have died now i don't know if that was real or not but like there was genuine talk about this thing might be unsafe and what I'm wondering is, is did Goodyear progressively make the tire softer once they realized that the car was safer 
because they couldn't risk too many blowouts. I don't even know if that's how it works. But like in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh crap, we have it from NASCAR. We need to make sure these tires don't blow because I don't know. These cars aren't so like safe when they crash. So I don't know. That was the thought I had was like, maybe they had to play it super safe because they had it on good Intel that like, hey, maybe these cars aren't safe when they crash. And then thankfully now we've wrecked them in so many ways possible. They probably have a little more confidence, but yeah, well, they fixed a lot, right? The, the crush panels, they're still pretty much yeah. tanks, but not like last year. Well, and you look at the hit Blaney took at Daytona this year, yeah. what, 180 mile an hour head first into the oh wall. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Definitely, the safety changes have been good. Dude, he took a hit sure. there and Nashville, and apparently it made him a better driver. So. <laughs> they knocked something loose, and now yeah. he's closing in the playoffs. Nah. So. No, that's a that's a solid theory. Uh, there's probably an insane amount of truth behind that. Maybe. I don't know. I was just thinking about it. It might have been dumb. But I just... It's like they started off with some, like, really, really hard compound tires, obviously, where they didn't wear out. And now we've reached at the all. point where we're seeing a lot more wear. <laughs> yeah, remember some of the road courses? They're like, there's no point in getting tires at all. Yeah. Absolutely none. They, I, I think they were running, like, entire road course races on one set of tires. Yeah. Or like, maybe two. Insane. Yeah. So I it's, don't know. Let's so. hope this starts that process. Let's, you know, we, we like it. We're possibly in the healing process here. We're, we're oh, rehabbing. And, uh, and hot tracks are good. If there's any way we could just put, like, piping in tracks to always make them hot, even when it's cold outside. Yeah. So shout out to that Chevy uh, durability then. Was, oh my gosh. <laughs> if Ford doesn't use that in a commercial, they suck. I mean, I still <laughs> vote that they suck regardless because they kept Harrison Burton and bailed on Zane Smith, but that's a whole other conversation that we've done a million times. Yeah. But if they don't use that clip somehow, even if it's like just a social media post. Hey, at least that, they have Blaney signed, huh? Oh, thank God. For, what was it, quote, a very long time. I think that was the, the timeline. So... What else uh, we got here? Yeah, so uh, Xfinity. Well, we, kinda, we talked about the uh, racing product, champion prediction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we. I think we got most of those. those Sorry, covered, folks. I'm so. like reading the list. We have a list. We're, we do have a list. We're, we're not. We're not as organized as we seem, but we do have a list. Yeah. Um, hey, we figured out our championship four predictions, so that was big accomplishment. Oh so yeah, that why, was. Why like, don't you kick off the Xfinity race? Because I, I, I've been talking a lot, and I feel like you should just. Yeah, oh no, why don't you take it. No, I mean, dude, you should have the floor. Both of your drivers want. I mean, come on. I didn't have a dog in any of these fights. Not, I mean, Ross has been not there, so. Or Osovar. I mean, he he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of learning. We'll get to that. His, his wreck today with Ty Gibbs, though. Oh, so yeah. Funny. <laughs> Shout out to the little Ty Gibbs incident with oh him. My gosh. Good job. Bro, he cleaned him, and it was right after Logano oh, cleaned him. Oh, he was mad. Him. He was mad. That was payback. <laughs> but it was like 5X. Oh, intensity. Thank God. I don't like Ty Gibbs. Cause I would feel bad for him. That he got, he got completely cleaned out by two drivers today. So I'll be honest. I was flipping back and forth watching other things. I wasn't watching too much of the Xfinity race, but someone texted in the chat, like, wow, this is really good. And so I was like, well, I better tune in and check it out. And, uh, Man, it was. I mean, there were a couple times there where you had the red flag. You had so many cautions because guys could not stop crashing. Complete and my gosh, talk about show. durability. Watching those cars get hit, <laughs> they get crushed, man. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, this is the racing I'm used to at Martinsville. Like, back in my brain, like, this is what the cars did in 2005 when they got hit. Like, they got crushed. Oh, yeah. So, definitely a really, really entertaining race. It, it was insane. And what, what was one funny little fact 
they were cleaning the track until I think they said two or three in the morning. Wow. And then they actually, NASCAR officials had to drive to Walmart and pick up all the tide detergent that they had in stock at that particular Walmart. Was that where, for like where, speedy dry to get the oil yeah, up? Yeah, they okay. had, there was that much oil on the track. That's after, amazing yeah. because they had the red flag towards the end. And one or a couple of the drivers were like, it doesn't look clean. Like it still <laughs> looks wet. <laughs> oh, it was. Yeah. That was a uh, maybe they need to, to do that at every done. track because it was perfect. It was the best finish I think I've seen in a long time. Honestly, they should have left it for the Cup race. I think you talk about getting some grip taken out. Heck yeah, that's um. Maybe they shouldn't have gone to Walmart Dude. at three a.m. and gotten a bunch of Tide. Uh, could have been an even better race today. They could have just ate the Tide. <laughs> are we done? We're not doing that social media challenge anymore, right? <laughs> are we? Are we? Stop being dumb millennials after that. Is that we're trying yeah. to get viral on TikTok, right? We oh can gosh. eat Tide Pods. Bunch of morons. No. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, heck of a finish. Jeez. Yeah, we hit on it a little bit as far as us watching it, but yeah, I, I think I a speechless. lot of the important stuff happened at the end. If you watch the last la la lap of the race, you caught eighty-five percent of the drama. Oh yeah. Because first off, Allgaier winning is insane. But how did he win? Two RCR guys imploded. That team, I have a totally different perspective on that team and that organization that I didn't know that I had prior to yesterday. Yeah. Based on the fallout of what happened between Sheldon Creed and it was it uh, and Austin Hill. I'm a yeah. casual. I'm not gonna yeah, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way honestly, I lost I lost so much respect afterwards. Like at the time, I wasn't really mad because I'm like, ah, racing deal. Like I'll take it. You know, yeah. I get it. They're racing. I thought. Parts of it were stupid, but, uh, you know, that stuff happens. But, yeah, I mean, like the, the quote from Richard Childress saying, he, you know, he's he's never hired a driver as stupid as Sheldon Creed. Like, Oh, my gosh. Bro. And then Andy Petrie coming on pit road and yelling at Sheldon. Like, man, we got a public glimpse into the culture of RCR. Which is apparently yesterday. very toxic. Holy frick. Like, yeah. Sheldon should be so glad he's going to a new team because I felt that's so bad for him because you saw the tweet or the video on Twitter X of him just X, sitting X, by X, his Twitter, car with no team around him, just him yeah. sitting on his car. And then Andy Petrie walks up and just lays into him and walks away and shout out to Sheldon. And I texted this to you or the chat because I was just like, I hope that people rally around him, and it seems like they have, because this is insane. Like, this is just yeah. immature on the part of the organization. But he said, was like, you wouldn't have done this if this was the two. Yeah. Oh, he said. It, or we, not the two. The uh, Austin. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's, it's not good. It's, it's I'm glad not he good. stood up for himself in that moment, but there yeah, was no one around him. And the only people that walked up from his team were there to lay into him. And then Childress, the owner saying that he doesn't know any driver, what, dumber than, more idiotic than him? I'm like, yeah. you, you, did you remember you Dude. hired your grandsons? I'm yeah. just saying. Like, yeah, that, that's just unprofessional. So, so bad. Honestly, I'm hoping that Sheldon just walks out this week and they have to find someone else to run the two car at Phoenix. Cause that's like, got to be an awkward last week, man. Man, it, it's, I, I was so incredibly unimpressed. And especially, because obviously like I was, I was laser focused, so I didn't really get an opportunity to process that yeah. last two laps as it was happening. Because in my head, I'm just watching the seven. I'm like, all right, I just, I'm watching how the seven will possibly get to the lead. So I didn't really see anything else happen. 
But I went back and watched it a couple times, and I texted the group what I thought was a hot take, but now looking at social media, apparently that's everyone's opinion. I don't, I don't put any more fault on Sheldon Creed than I do Austin Hill. I think that was 100% 50-50. And given the context, it's insane. Like, you're mad at him yeah. for racing for the win when he needs to win to get in, and Austin Hill's already in. You should yeah. be mad at Austin Hill for trying to take him out. You could yeah. have had two guys. So the context matters here. It's like you had a guy going for the win to get in. You should be like, yes. It's so clear. They don't even care that he didn't get in. No, and you can tell... That, that relationship clearly has been south for a while. Which is disgusting because oh, as is. an organization, you are contractually, like you're in a relationship with this person and like, yeah, you're parting ways. I don't know what's going on with them. Maybe it's bad. But like, even for selfish reasons, don't you want two of your guys in there? Or do you see the two as a threat if he does get in there? Because that's how yeah. much you don't like him. You'd rather have one of your guys in there instead of competition between two. Is that what's going on? Because I don't understand. Well, You and, should be... And, you should want the two to be in. Yeah, and that's what's hilarious is because, you know, they, they bounce back and forth during the two laps. I mean, because the 21 would pinch, the two would hit, the 21 would hit, the two, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, And then going into that last turn, the 21 massively cut off the front end of the two, yeah. which then screwed himself up, which then let the two slide up in front of him which then the two lost grip and had right. to reset the car. And then, of course, it was beautiful for me because I'm like, yeah, seven. Yeah, mind but you that the two gets, gets loose or tight or something. He slides up the track. And we're just talking about how there's oil on the track. Yeah. Oh, So yeah. he doesn't have any grip. He slides up in front of his teammate. And then I get it. He doesn't have a lot of drive off. But, like, you're mad at him for that because he's going for a win? That's yeah. insane to me. I, I thought it was so poor. And if, if Austin... If Austin would have just ran a line going into that last turn, coming off turn four, it would have been the two and the 21 battling to the, to the start-finish line. And, again, we know this. If the two won and the 21 finishes second, both of them are in the final four. And now yes. RCR has 50% of the final four cars. Now they have zero. And I just... I mean, Sheldon, Sheldon used up the 21... But the 21 used up Sheldon. So I, I just, I don't know. All the, the, the fallout and everything from it, I just thought was ridiculous. And well, yeah, Austin Hill thinks that uh, Jesse Love is going to be an improvement. We'll see about that. Now, I'm not saying that Sheldon Creed is like the cleanest driver, that he did everything perfect. He, he didn't. Right. But like just looking at things like from a, it's like a slightly zoomed out point, it's like you have to want the two to win. And I'm not saying that Austin Hill shouldn't be going for the win right fine you could right. say he's not but like getting mad at him for being aggressive the two car is so insane to me i just can't believe it and i I wonder what the sentiment in the garage area is because there was a lot of social media talk but like i wonder like are people like oh that's the way they are like i'm not gonna i don't want to work for rcr you know i wonder if that's yeah. like how people feel well and man you're 100 percent right because you look at the message that was sent this week so the rumor came out that it looks like Ty Dillon's going to land that 16 colleague car for next year. Yeah. Which is massively supported by RCR. So, duh, you know how in the world Ty Dillon got that ride because it was definitely not based on performance. Like, no race team is like, oh, who's that guy running 28th every week? I really want him in my car. So, you have a, a, a car owner that is still playing favorites so that his grandkids can drive a cup car. 
and then has the audacity in the same week to come out and make a statement and say he's such an idiot. But, I mean, Sheldon Creed frequently steps over the line. But the man does have speed, which is worth noting. And he does have a truck championship. Yeah. So the man that you're calling an idiot has higher accolades than your grandkids. I'm sorry. Well, hopefully he goes to Gibbs and just makes him look bad. Like part of me is just like Team Sheldon because I can't believe how how immature that organization treated him in that oh, yeah. moment. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I lost a ton of respect for RCR. That yeah. was that was just bad. But yeah, the end of that race kind of turned into the poop show that I think we all expected it to. <laughs> In other um, news, that was a very exciting race. Holy and that's, that's, frick. No matter who won, that was exciting. But obviously, I, I had my eyes on the seven, and he was coming up through the field like a mad dash. Yeah. Sort of like Blaney, except like we said earlier, Blaney did it so quick of a fashion <laughs> that it was almost boring. Yeah. But you can't blame him for that. But I'll tell you what, that seven car couldn't have done it in any less time. I mean, he literally did it as Oh, it was so cool. Not as close as you <laughs> can make so it. so cool. And again, if it wasn't for the 2-21, and 21, he would have finished third. Um, and it was worth noting, too, that John Hunter... I, I don't know if you got to see the beef between John Hunter and Sammy Smith, but it's, again, I, I kind of put this with the teammate thing, and it just makes me laugh because I, I'm not a John Hunter, Han, Hunter fan at all. Right. In my book, he's going to be Denny, Denny Hamlin 2.0. He just... He's incredibly selfish He's got multiple standards of how he wants to be raised and how whatever. And I think right now he's got more speed in his car than he does talent. I, I think next year is going to be a big year for John Hunter. So he's locked in. I don't know if you saw that, but like halfway through the race, he had enough points. He was locked in. He could have wrecked out that moment and he was making it to the final four. Yeah. Sammy Smith, his teammate, was coming through the field on fresh tires and needed a win to advance. On that last restart... He threw the latest, crappiest block on the 18, dang near wrecked him, and then ends up wrecking the 21 across the line. He caught the right rear of the 7, which barely even got caught on camera, but I believe it was the last lap. He caught the right rear of the 7 to try to put him in the wall. And I'm like, you're locked in. You have a, a teammate that potentially can lock in with a win, and here you are doing what Ty Gibbs did last year. I was going to say, everyone's I Ty am. Gibbs in this series, apparently. Oh, my gosh. The immaturity in this series just makes for the most insane stuff. It's, <laughs> it's clearly it's, still a development series. Even if the racing's better, you got development drivers in here, obviously. Oh, for sure. And, <laughs> and you got to love that you're seeing the same crap from the same team. Like, mm -hmm. here's a Gibbs driver again being selfish. Now, I don't know if Sammy Smith could have made it to the win anyway, but he could have had a lot better freaking shot, you know. So, I mean, obviously, I'm glad he didn't, but it just makes me laugh. I, I think it's just John Hunter being John Hunter. And I've seen Allgaier get cheated so many wins because of people being stupid late in a race. I mean, Jeb Burton just, what was it, two weeks ago, forgot that you had to use a brake pedal and turn one at the Roval and, <laughs> and cleaned him out. So, it... I didn't even feel bad that he won the race and got in that way because I thought, you know what? He deserve freaking he deserves this. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. This guy gets robbed so many times by the idiots around him. It was just nice that the idiots around him gave him a gift. So yeah. I do thank you, Sheldon Creed and Austin Hill. Dude, I mean, <laughs> thank you for the entertainment for sure. Oh like, gosh. holy cow. Thank you to the Xfinity series for being insane. I mean, these guys are like deranged, but I will say. My takeaway from that is whatever on the track, be the way you're going to be. The drivers are going to be the way they're going to be with each other. But to have the president and vice president 
yeah. of an organization act that way is just out of line. I think it's pathetic. Unacceptable. I think I couldn't have less respect for RCR after that. No, I agree. And Austin Hill said some stuff, but I, again, you're a driver, you're in the heat of the battle. Like I, I had no issue with his comments. Yeah. Um, he did kind of leak the fact that Sheldon's going to JGR, which is funny because that oh, hasn't yeah. been, it hasn't been officially announced yet, but okay. I, it's, it's a very strong rumor. So obviously that, I think that kind of confirms it. Gotcha. Um, but like, I, I didn't really have an issue with his comments just because, you know, he's in the heat of the battle. He's in the moment. Well, I that's get what it, but I you're mean. right. Yeah. But as a, as an owner, you, you can't, you can't do that. You know, if it wasn't for what the organization said, we would sit here. We would be sitting here talking about and focusing on what Austin Hill said yeah, when he got out of I the agree. care center. But that totally got overshadowed because the, the team owners said stuff way worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude. Oh, hundred uh, percent. I can't believe it. It's just so immature. It's like, I mean, how much do you hate a guy? That's what I'm wondering. Is like, how much do you hate a guy? What What has happened behind closed doors that we yeah. don't even know about? Because that. My gosh. I'm not saying Sheldon Creed's like the cleanest race car driver or doesn't no. make mistakes. And and I still he still might be a bust, but it'll be cool to see him in a JGR car for a year. And We're see gonna what he find can do. out. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the I the rumor is Ryan Truex might be full time. Mm. And it's obviously a pretty strong rumor now that Sheldon Creed's going to JGR. Like, I might actually like the JGR lineup next year. Hey. Whew. Scary thought. Yeah. It's gonna it feels wrong. It still feels wrong, but it does give those two drivers a really good opportunity. So I think I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah. But anyway, oh well, Algar won. <laughs> Algar won. Blaney won. It's a great freaking week. And it means I get one more weekend of uh, anxiously pacing the living room while watching the race. And I get. Do you hate it more than you love it? You seem very anxious these these last couple of weeks. Oh my gosh. Well, like normally they don't have a chance. Now they have a chance. <laughs> No, it's, I love it. It's so cool. Like the biggest thing, like I said earlier, is just seeing Ryan and the 12 team, not choke perform. And then seeing all again, come through when it counts. Like it is, it's really cool. Like I'm, I'm super hype right now. And Should it's be. so cool to know that both of my drivers are going to, uh, Phoenix. Oh, and by the way, they're both freaking amazing at Phoenix. So like it could happen. It's going to be good. Dude, it's going to yeah. be it. Oh, it could be a good weekend. And we will, we will have, unless everybody forgets, we will have the entire crew together next week to do a, a official now. Podcast. Now they have to. Yeah. And uh, we also have a special guest who will be joining us semi soon. We haven't set up a date yet, but another uh, NASCAR podcast. A collaboration? Inf- yeah, a collaboration uh, that we did confirm. We just need to set a date. Cool. And uh, yeah. So it'll be fun. We're going to have some fun uh, off-season stuff coming up, too. And we always have the obligatory Christmas episode, too. So I'm sure we'll be doing something stupid with that. Yep. But I'm looking forward to it. I didn't yep. know they had a backup pace car, by the way. <laughs> now we know. know. I really thought the F-150 was going to be pacing the field the rest of the day. <laughs> it would be so funny if they're lowering it out of a hauler. Oh, like, my gosh. Like, like a backup car in, in the cup or whatever, like. The best part was all the tweets the that came on. out after it. Like the uh, the pace car has not met DVP. Yeah, right. We'll, we'll be, we'll <laughs> it's be, being towed. It's not, <laughs> it's not eligible. We'll be given a DNF for the race. So yep. uh, needed a win to advance. Pace car will not be making it to Phoenix. Wow. <laughs> um, the only last note I have is Eric Almarola announced his retirement. Again, we all... Retiring, retiring, or were we talking about Xfinity? Uh, retiring from Cup. Okay, okay, okay. Because he did he did heavily, heavily, heavily hint that there is a part two, and the rumor, obviously, is that he's going to Xfinity. 
Oh, okay. With uh, AJ Elmenegger, who's also rumored to be now. He retired from Cup once, or set, he announced their retirement last year, didn't he? And, and then, then he was like, ah, never mind. Yeah, and then Smithfield uh, came up with a really big check, and they were uh, like, "Are you sure?" And he was like, "Ah, I'll come back." Um, hey, he was like in the top three. I mean, hey, shoot. <laughs> I thought I actually thought for a second he was because they, they he was maintaining distance between him and the twelve and I thought, oh my gosh, Almirola is going to win this thing like with a walk off like mic drop, you know, victory. Um, so that was that was crazy. But okay, so now at the bottom of our list here it says picks, David Alex Nolan. What was yeah. that for? Was that championship have, or was that, or that? What is that? Is that just that nothing is, uh, from a very old? Okay, very old. I have no idea. Okay. I haven't actually okay, updated okay, okay. that in a while, so all that right. could be Michigan for all I know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Bristol dirt. I don't know. Like it legitimately could be any race. Oh, geez. Okay. I should probably just remove it from the note, but now it's a fun talking point. So might as well leave it. I just wanted to make sure because if I picked the five, then I just wanted to rub it in that like the five could win. Hey, who are we picking for next week? <laughs> uh, 12, uh, 12, <laughs> number 12. Shocker. And Saturday <laughs> is seven. So I, we're good. I got die cast here, here signs here. It's going to be a 12 and a 7 kind of weekend next weekend, boys. Dude, I, don't, I almost don't want to pick because it's like, I like you said, it could be anyone. I think you have to favor Blaney, and I would in this. I mean, if you ask me straight up, like, I would probably bet Blaney. Larson as a driver, I do think he's probably the most skilled driver that's yeah. left. I mean, Because he's just so skilled. That. I mean, yeah. it's hard to bet against. And he's got a, he's got a super organization behind him. But, I mean, shoot. You got to pick Blaney. I like it. I pick Blaney. I, I think it's a great pick. Yeah. And uh, we're just going to pick on behalf of Nolan and David. They're both picking 12. Yeah. Mitch and just, David. Yeah. yeah. Mitch and David. You're Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm Alex, too. Yeah. That's, that's why I was it's, so confused. <laughs> it's very confusing. Who are you? <laughs> I have no idea. Huh? I have no idea who I am anymore. Um, yeah. So, and any final thoughts rolling into, uh, man, we got one more race of the 2023 season. Holy crap. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. They won today. They did win today. <laughs> Hardly an afterthought. I was watching that during the beginning of the race. That is really difficult. I'm so glad that most of this race was not like in the middle of the Eagles because, gosh, that is a lot to watch. Oh, process. Both. It's crazy. For me, yeah. anyway. It's like information overload, sensory overload. So, but, uh, you know, for all you football fans out there, who do you think is going to win the uh, Super Bowl? I don't know. Eagles. Obviously. I'll, I'll be honest. I've watched about 35 minutes of game time <laughs> so far this season. So no, I, I don't have, no have any more thoughts. That's about it. I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm content with what I saw this weekend with racing. It was cool. And uh, yeah, I think the, the hottest four drivers are definitely going in the Phoenix and I'm excited. Same here. I'll yeah. ditto all that. And uh, this will probably be a weekend that we all go to next year. So yeah, I think I've I've seen enough. Plus trucks coming back on Friday night. Yeah. I, I think I'm sold. Two trucks there would be so crazy. <laughs> How many cautions will there oh, be? It's oh. uh, it's like Xfinity on steroids. It's beautiful. Yeah, so we should, we should go. Yeah. Anyway, great week. Go YRB. Go Alligator. Gonna be a good weekend. Let's go, boys. Peace. I think we should end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>